At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host out here in Las Vegas. Fabulous Las Vegas and your other host today, Mile High City, James Salinas. James, how are you? You got the memo, I see. How are you? Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. I do get the memo. I, I am in communications. We're in cahoots. That's a good thing. Great yeah. to see you, Pritch. How was your weekend, partner? Oh, it was great. Fantastic. Uh, to think what we were going through a year ago and uh, to watch the PGA Championship to watch with fans, uh, to watch NBA playoffs with fans, to watch NHL playoffs with fans, to watch Major League Baseball with fans. I mean, it was highly, highly exciting over the last weekend, James. How about you? Absolutely. That was a fun weekend as far as sports betting, for sure. For me yesterday, very good day for me yesterday. Major League Baseball, NHL, and NBA. So uh, I think for over the course of the weekend, too, you talked about the fans being back in the stands, at least for, for some of these venues. Uh, and I think that had an impact with some of these games, in mm -hmm. particular uh, within the NBA, for sure. And, I, and we heard some comments from players about that, heard about the Nets after their game on Saturday over Boston, and they heard some comments 
comments from Horton talking about needed to adjust. They hadn't been used to having fans in the stands and took them a little while to adjust back to having some uh, some energy in the in the in the in the arenas, right? And really being able to get out there and and feed off of that. And then we saw in the second half, a team like a team like Brooklyn really adapted to that come second half and did what they needed to do. We saw that in a few other venues too. In particular, I think that Lakers and Suns game in Phoenix, that Suns team really fed off the home off the home crowd. Yeah, you know what? We'll get to all that. JVT is going to be on the program uh, in, in a little bit uh, to help us out with the games. Certainly the NBA playoffs is the all black. We're wearing all black edition of uh, Betting Across America today. But news and notes from the National Football League. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week, James. Julio Jones says he's out of there when asked if he wants to stay in Atlanta by Shannon Sharp on Undisputed. Uh, also says uh, he doesn't want to go to the Cowboys. All, all kind of rumors are out there. Uh, Julio said he wants to win, James. And we talked about the NBC Boston uh, report that Julio indicated that he wanted to go to the Patriots. Well, lo and behold, we've seen a shift in the odds. It was plus 700 uh, last week. The Patriots lead the way right now with these odds and Julio Jones at plus 400. Moving well, that makes sense. I mean, from the New England Patriots perspective, absolutely. You think about the they've made a lot of offseason moves, in particular offensively at the tight end position for sure, bringing on John Smith as well as Hunter Henry coming on board. And yeah, we, I think that's been the issue for quite a while in New England is been the receiver position, even when Brady was there. And uh, what does the playmaking standpoint look like from players like I think players like Julian Edelman? What a great what what a what a little gamer that. that that guy was but ultimately yeah you have somebody like Julio Jones to come and help out that passing game because I think for the Patriots you would you would think Pritch that they would want to be heavily involved in that potential to bring Julio Jones over there but you mentioned the Cowboys and that Julio Jones wants he, Jones wants to win uh, uh, the, aren't the Cowboys perennial Super Bowl contenders every oh, year at see, least Jerry, at, there. well <laughs> well at least Jerry Jones thinks that they are right. every year we Not hear Julio. that coming out of the <laughs> <laughs> Not Julio, and maybe he doesn't want to have to deal with Jerry Jones. So right. uh, he made, I guess, if that's the case, he made his point real clear. Not interested in playing for the star. Yeah, he wants to win. So you got the Patriots plus four hundred. You got the Falcons at still plus five hundred, because it is intriguing that uh, the price tag for Julio. You know, if you depending on reports, James uh, Adam Schefter says that uh, Atlanta wants a first rounder for Julio. I don't think any team's going to pay a first rounder for Julio. Uh, so maybe you're, you know, you ask that high uh, in anticipation for maybe a second round or a third round, third round pick. So uh, out of all these teams on this list, uh, if you roll the dice here, and I think that's what you would be doing if you're going to bet it, uh, who would land on Julio Jones and who would give up a second round pick for Julio? have to consider thinking about the teams here also mm -hmm. how much influence does does Julio Jones have in this process is it all about the the Falcons with the leverage to say we're going to go after the best deal or does Julio actually have some kind of voice in the process here to where he's making it known he's talking about the Patriots in particular and you had mentioned that last week Pritch about his relationship with Cam Newton potentially mm -hmm. being also part of the deal and wanting to go not only you're trying to go to a place that uh, a team that that can win and I think for New England, still big question marks at the quarterback position for sure to move on from Tom Brady. But a lot of other pieces.
pieces coming together for that Patriots team. I, I looked down the list. You're talking about the Patriots being the favorite at plus 400, the Raiders sitting at 500. Well, if Julio wants to win, that's not the place for him to go. <laughs> He's going to get plenty of targets, but you know they can't stop anybody on the other side of the football, so I don't see the Raiders. If, if Julio has much of a voice and has some influence and some say as to where he gets traded, I can't imagine it would be a team like the Raiders. What about a team like the Chargers, mm-hmm. where there's a lot of talent on that team, and we saw thrown into the fire was the young Justin Herbert last year and really performed well and continued throughout the season getting better and a lot of growth, uh, not only on the field, but some maturation pieces off the field for him. Now a full season, a full offseason for him to go in through OTAs, all the trainings go through preseason as well. Uh, maybe the would the Chargers be, especially when you're talking about warm weather out there in Los Angeles for the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, maybe that's a landing spot potentially too. Right. It could be as well as the Colts. Did you see the Colts right there at plus 700? Um, they could use Julio Jones for sure. And so if Atlanta does not want to trade Julio Jones to an NFC opponent or NFC conference, uh, okay, AFC is littered up and down uh, on that list right there. Uh, the 49ers intriguing at plus 800, though, because uh, it, it's fascinating to me that, okay, Atlanta, you don't want Julio, a perennial Pro Bowl player, all pro type of player, Hall of Fame player. You don't want him, but yet you don't want to trade him within the conference. I mean, what sense does that make? Seriously. I mean, so, I mean, you got the Falcons at plus 500 right there. So maybe, you know, if the Falcons do not get the price that they want, do not want to trade him to an NFC conference foe, uh, maybe they hold on to him. Potentially, too, and maybe the next year is a better trademark or coming up to the draft next year and, you know, in the offseason, maybe there's more value there for Julio Jones if he if he sees the field and plays for the Falcons and stays healthy. I think that's probably the biggest question mark for Mm -hmm. Julio Jones. Great talent when he's out there, but he's had he's been nicked up over the last few years uh, and questionable a lot of certain games, especially with the soft soft tissue injuries Mm -hmm. he sustained. But looking down the list, you talked about the 49ers. Well, they already made (laughs) where's their draft capital? right now, Brish. They gave up a lot to move up to that number three spot this year for Trey Lance. Uh, are they looking to continue to add to that, especially at the wide receiver position where I feel like there's some they got some pretty interesting young talent at the wide receiver position. I don't know if I, I think for me, not only within the conference but with the 49ers, the move that they made this year in the draft, what they had to give up to move up there, and then thinking about the, who they currently have. Young receivers there, but I think there's some interesting talent. I think I would scratch the 49ers off my list if I was going to bet this. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. Always interesting news and notes from the National Football League. So let's get back to the NBA. What did we learn from the weekend of NBA playoff action, James? What stood out to you the most? I think the fact that we are here, that that 72-game regular season, that we just went through with the NBA, that felt like more of an exhibition season. Right. Now we've seen, I'm not really having to check injury reports, although I did was able to capitalize on Spider Mitchell being listed as out when he was not listed on the injury report early yesterday. But outside of that, not having to go into the injury report, not looking at load management and maintenance and all those kind of things that we were dealing with on a daily basis, I think now we've seen playoff basketball, a couple things. We knew the intensity would ratchet up, especially with fans back in the stands. So I think a number of arenas and and the home teams really fed off of that. 
The other part, too, is that now every position, every possession becomes a little more valuable. So, you know, the run and gun or the quick shots and shooting the ball from one touch and, and chuck it up there, we're not seeing that. We didn't see that as much collectively over the course of the weekend with those eight games. A lot more value of the basketball, run some deeper sets, and we saw that reflected in these totals because a number of those games went way under what the total was listed at on the books, and now the market's going to have to correct itself on these totals because we're definitely not going to see the same style uh, that we saw of style of play, especially offensively that we saw during the regular season. Right. I mean, we know that the playoffs uh, is an entirely different season in the NBA. And, and, uh, you know, if you understood that as a better, I'm sure you're able to cash some tickets right there. A game that did go over Philly, Washington. Uh, Washington covered, though. That one closed at eight. Uh, They caught eight points on the road. Uh, That game in particular, I don't I don't know if the Wizards have enough adjustments, James, for the series, but uh, they can make it interesting along the way. That's for sure. Looking at how Beal played, he looked pretty fresh and healthy yesterday. He does, shot right? the ball much, yeah, and he shot the ball so much better than he had the f- first few games previously when he had come back from that hamstring injury. Still working through it. He's not 100% clearly, but had a good game yesterday. It just, I felt like the Sixers game, maybe because it was an early start and it was they were playing the Wizards where yeah, it just seemed like the first half, the, the Sixers really weren't engaged defensively for, for the majority of the game, but definitely in the first half. They trailed it at halftime, and we kind of just saw, a, I think in a sense, a Philly team, I'm not going to say it was take, taking them lightly, but more so they hadn't played a, a meaningful competitive game in quite a while, and mm-hmm. then you're playing a Wizards team that had just come off the play-in, two play-in games, and so had played at that level when we were talking about elimination like they did against Indiana. I think that's where they were able to take advantage of that, especially in the first half, just from an intensity and a focus standpoint. But I think clearly in this series, big piece here, not just this series, bridge for the Sixers, but I think to make a deep run, we saw a great game out of Tobias Harris. Now, granted, it was against the Wizards team that doesn't typically play much defense, and uh, and I think Philly was able to get whatever they wanted to offensively, especially in the second half, and in particular, Tobias Harris. I think that is the key for Philadelphia, getting not only through the series, but making a deep run in the Eastern Conference playoffs. They need that kind of production out of Tobias Harris on a consistent basis. And this, what, uh, this is a time of the year that these type of players look for their opportunities. Tobias Harris is a time uh, of the year of the schedule to really make a name for himself. And he uh, he, uh, stepped up big time uh, when you consider Embiid at times wasn't Embiid. And then, you know, he got stronger uh, once he got more dominant in the paint for sure. Uh, But yeah, I mean, you need players like Harris to step up at times. And Harris thinking about how he performed or really was much of a no-show. Basically, the whole Philadelphia 76er team (laughs) was a complete no-show last year in that first round series against Boston. But a lot of criticism went on Tobias Harris, right? They made the trade for him, get him over there. You're going to be able to fill up. You're going to be able to fill up the stat sheet for us, spread the floor, be able to shoot the ball consistently from the outside and have that threat to kind of open up the floor for MB to work in the post. And I think that's probably playing on Tobias Harris's mind, too, of how how he, not only how the team performed last year, uh, p- such a poor performance collectively by that team, but also Tobias Harris, his performance as an individual player on that ball club, uh, wanted to rectify that. And so he's off to a great start, obviously, with his performance yesterday. All right. The Lakers as a dog, they do cover uh, and their defeat to the Suns. Uh, this one goes under big time. Uh, what'd you make of that game? Suns and the Lakers. I think of all the, the series, all four, all eight, arenas that we saw throughout the weekend. Mm -hmm. I think 
that one with the home crowd was the most impactful. That one, when you turned on the volume, that felt like a, a deep run playoff. That felt like a Western Conference type of playoff, uh, you know, a, a Western Conference championship type style playoff game when, when it came to the intensity and the engagement with the crowd. Thinking about Philadelphia yesterday, the crowd really wasn't into it. Maybe it was early and maybe it was because it was the Wizards. But here you have the defending champs rolling into Phoenix and Phoenix hasn't seen the playoffs for a while. <laughs> and I think that were... That, the, that young Suns team, aside from Chris Paul, really fed off that energy from the crowd and really just looked at the Lakers as they looked a little lethargic. And, yeah, the urgency wasn't going to be there for them in game one. They have they kind of did the same thing last year, losing games early, game one early in the series. Remember that against Houston last year? That'll be the key to look at where is their energy level, especially LeBron Pritch, because he kind of was playing facilitator right. yesterday, wasn't very aggressive getting to the rim. Uh, he was looking to get others involved in Anthony Davis. That's the big piece there. He really looked kind of disengaged and was not aggressive offensively, did not shoot the ball well, looked for a much different performance from the Lakers on the next game. Yeah, absolutely. That's one thing about LeBron. He does need somebody to step up for him. Uh, I mean, he can win. uh, He can carry a team, but he needs – a complimentary piece, uh, a complimentary superstar, if you will, and AD was not that in that game. And you think about how much energy is expended. That's right. the one piece with the playoffs, too, Pritch, is it, it's, you're having to defend now. You weren't really defending a whole lot during the regular season, exhibition season, whatever you want to call that 72-game season that we just went through in the NBA. Now you're having to defend, and that takes energy. Guys are being more physical out there. you got to bang around, too. You're fighting through screens, or you're getting leaned on with screens. A lot more energy that has had for collectively for all the players on, on the defensive side, that takes its toll on the offensive side, and I think we kind of saw that not only with LeBron with his ankle injury, still getting himself worked back into shape at a, now at a playoff level, and he's clearly not 100% with his ankle, uh, and I, I don't think he wants to do anything right now to be overly aggressive early in the season to do anything to jeopardize the health of that ankle right now. He looked more passive, not so much passive from an intensity standpoint, right. but offensively, maybe there were some possessions where you kind of take some possessions off on the offensive side because you got to work harder on the defensive side, especially especially against the team and a backcourt like the Phoenix Suns. What about Phoenix uh, in injury right there with Paul? Uh, it's not to be significant. We'll keep an eye on it for sure to see how sore he's going to be. But uh, he says he's going to play. Uh, you saw Booker step up. You saw Aiton step up. I mean, Bridges even playing defense. So uh, the Suns, uh, your evaluation of the Suns in that first game. They played hungry. Yeah. They, I think they really fed off the energy of that crowd because that crowd was into it. And I think they really fed off the energy of that crowd. Young players sometimes, you got the uh, defending champs rolling in, might be a little intimidated sometimes. You haven't been in this position before. Now, complete opposite. All that adrenaline turned, all that all that nervous energy turned into absolute adrenaline for that team. That p- team played with so much confidence and ultimately Devin Booker was the best player on the floor. In that yeah, game. absolutely. We got updated series prices as well as more breakdown with the NBA. Uh, Jonathan Von Tobar, senior NBA expert, is going to be on the program a little bit later on this hour, so stay tuned for that. Coming up next, uh, the NHL playoffs. We saw the Stanley Cup final uh, favorite take care of business. What else did we learn uh, from this weekend? We'll tell you and we'll discuss all that coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Just download the app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Be sure to have that state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's betting across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. James, the NHL playoffs over the weekend did not disappoint at all. We saw the Bruins close out their series with the Capitals. Um, they win it 4-1 uh, with a victory 3-1 over the Caps. I think that was clearly yeah. after those first two games, Washington with Washington winning the first game, both games, first two games, first three games, actually all going to overtime. I think that how much did that take out of the caps? They had issues at the goal uh, within uh, at the goalie position, too. But I think here, Pritch, just clearly sometimes it's for me, especially I'm a, I'm an eye test guy and I got to see teams come out and really look at things like body language. And you can see it just seemed like to me with within that series and that's where I did I did take the Bruins after game one at plus price I was small plus price at plus 120 okay but just felt like even through that game it just felt like the Bruins looked faster 
on the ice, and they looked hungrier. And I think that played out as the series progressed, and then you had back-to-back overtime losses for the Caps. I think that's where you could just kind of see the body language and just not as much not as much engagement as we saw out of Boston. Boston just looked like the hungrier team. They played like it throughout the series and obviously being able to close out yesterday didn't really have much of a... I, that one, with one of the bets that I had as far as the series go, that one I wasn't too concerned with rolling in yesterday. I thought that the Boston Bruins would close them out, and obviously they did. You know, the eye test can be helpful that way, though, the, to lend that type of confidence. So when you see uh, the, the body language, you see the, uh, the pressure or, or lack of pressure or uh, the body language, like you mentioned. With, I, I thought Washington was holding their head down a little bit, too. Uh, and then certainly Boston just stepped up. Uh, speaking of stepping up, how about the Avs and the Blues? The Avs, they get to sweep over St. Louis. I don't think St. Louis ever thought they were going to have a chance in this series, that's for sure. So injured were the Blues to begin right. with, not only with injuries, but COVID issues going on uh, within that locker room. So very shorthanded for the Blues. Unfortunate situation for St. Louis rolling in to play the Avalanche that had the best had the best record in the NHL. And and the Avs played like it. That team, talk about a team that looks fast and plays mm-hmm. plays hungry. That is the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, they it's a young team. You just see so much speed out there. And clearly with the Blues being undermanned uh, with so many injuries, Injuries and the COVID situations, like we said, it was just a matter of time. It was more so. That was the one where I really felt very confident. Had those two bets we talked about, Pritch, where I did the the series bets, and that's kind of what I've done not only with the NHL but also with the NBA playoffs. Is some uh, some exact series prices and getting plus money back on it because the Avs ended up being and closing at a five dollar favorite for that series before it actually went off in Game One, and being able to hit the Avs at plus four twenty five for that sweep. I did lose the the plus two seventy to win in. Five games, and that was kind of the hedge there. Right. But I think clearly the Avs were going to be the better team, and then the Blues just too much to overcome with being shorthanded as they were. Yeah, I know. Throw in toughness too with the talent uh, and skill uh, with the Avs right now, and I mean they're going to be so tough to beat. Absolutely. That's where now that's what's going to be interesting to see how long do like, for instance, tonight and thinking about the the Vegas Golden Knights having the opportunity to close that series out against the wild. How much longer does that go? Do they close it out tonight or does that series get extended and how much more energy are they going to have to put out there and how much more physicality are you going to have to deal with knowing that you're going to be playing the abs next that now get a chance to kick back, watch the games and rest, recuperate and come into the next series very fresh. Yeah. Kadri's going to appeal the suspension. Eight games. That was pretty heavy. But he's notorious uh, for what he did out there on ice. Sometimes sending a message. <laughs> you you want to be physical, obviously. It's the playoffs. Right. And you want to you, you want to be physical and you want to send the message that we have come to play. Because I know the Blues were really trying to send the message to the Abs early in the in game one and early in that series. And that would think that was a little uh, a message sent back. But yeah, you got to be smart about it too. You can't go out and do something that dirty where yeah, you can potentially be suspended for that long. Eight games. That is a long, very that's a very impactful suspension. So there's messages to be sent, but you gotta do it. You, you got to be smart how you deliver. Right. And if you have a reputation, they're going to come down on you hard like a ton of bricks. And that's what they did. So we'll see what happens with the appeal. Uh, Grubauer uh, playing very well, too, for the Avs. Uh, so you mentioned it, James. Uh, closeout situations on the ice tonight includes the Golden Knights. How important is that that they close this game out for that next matchup? And then also, is there a betting angle? We, we discussed that coming up next.
We have a new feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games, which is sure to give you a betting edge. And of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Welcome back to the show. Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, is your host today. James, we were talking about these situations in hockey and how imperative uh, it would be uh, for these closeout situations. In particular, the Vegas Golden Knights, they're up 3-1 in a series. They got Minnesota. Uh, they can close them out. They're minus 185 at home. The total is 5.5. Uh, is that pricey for VGK at, uh, with this situation online? Pretty big number, Pritch. Yeah. I think are the Wild, even though the Wild, have, really the Wild have struggled to score all all series long, and and Flurry's been great, and and I think for Minnesota that was that was something that was going to be an issue coming into the series anyhow, and then Johansson going down a broken arm, it's not that doesn't help the cause either. I, I mean that's still a big price. I think obviously mm-hmm. the, for the Wild, I don't think this team's ready to lay down. We've seen a few other teams. Uh, well, we'll we'll get to those later. But I, I think with this team here with Minnesota, this team doesn't strike me as a team that's ready to quit. And I think they're going to give absolutely their best effort out on, on the ice tonight in Las Vegas there and played very well in game one. We were able to take that one down and shut the Vegas Golden Knights out. I was kind of looking more so. I'm not going to lay a big price like that, even though, yeah, it's a, t- it's a tall order for the Wild to be able to come in to your place out there tonight. I'm sure that's a hot ticket out there, right, Pritch? But yeah. I, I, I was looking at more so maybe I'd get involved here with as a, maybe with the total, but it's, I'm staying away from some of these full games game totals just because the the empty nets we've seen some teams pull their goalie off with three four five minutes in a game depending on what the the situation is if they're down to and a few a number of empty net goals are are hitting the back of the net and so i want to avoid that if that potentially happened out here but it was looking at maybe potentially looking at the minnesota wild how many goals total could they score sitting at two and a half it's juiced to the under at a dollar 35 but it's just been such a struggle all series long for minnesota to or for 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 Minnesota in the wild to score, they've only scored four goals through four games. So, I mean, just looking at it from this perspective with the Knights looking to close that out, it's going to start on the defensive side again for both of these teams. I'd lean towards the under, but I like that probably, I'm probably looking at that play with the wild to bet the team total under two and a half goals scored mm-hmm. sitting at a dollar 35, still juicy price that I have to lay. And I'm really averse and pretty frugal when it comes to laying a lot of juice. But I think if I'm going to attack it, that's probably the angle. If there's an angle for me to play, that's probably the way I'll go. You know, that makes sense, too, because I think that uh, the Knights, they, they haven't really proven themselves in terms of uh, closing out when they need to. I, I, you look at the fact that they could have won the President's Trophy and then uh, had home ice, uh, and they lose at home. Uh, and then now they got to face the Avs if they prevail in this matchup against uh, the Minnesota Wild. But then, okay, if, if you lose this game, the pressure uh, shifts back to the Knights clearly on their shoulders and can they rise to the occasion again? So uh, I see the sense of urgency. I, I don't know if I can lay that much either for the Knights to prevail in this pressure field situation right now. 
And maybe if you want to if you want to take the nights, this might be the time to do it now at that mm. number because okay. late money coming in and and folks, right. especially it's the it's the last game of the night when it comes to the NHL card. And depending on is a lot of times betters, and I'll be one of those guys too. Whether I'm winning or I'm or I'm looking to add on or I'm looking to get out or I'm trying to dig out of a hole. What's the last game on the board? And you're looking at the nights in a closeout situation. Might see some more money coming in on Las Vegas from that perspective, and that number might. Change obviously you have to pay more of a price if you're looking at the wild and maybe I'm leaning towards the wild here I really don't think I will I think I'm more so just play that goal total under for a team total for the wild but if I was gonna play the wild I think I'd probably wait I'd okay. wait to see if this which way the bets start coming in, if I can get a better price right now out here in Colorado the price the price is lower than where it is out here and it makes sense out here or out there where they're gonna pay more of a premium right. to bet the local team it's plus one fifty right now for the Wild I'd need more than that for me to get involved Wow the under minus one thirty five five and a half is a total net one okay Tampa Bay in Florida uh, Tampa Bay has home ice uh, clearly in command of the series two up three one uh, but. Looks like an opportunity for Florida here. We got even for Florida six is a total uh, in this game, James. This has been a, this has been a high flying. This has been a fun series. If really yes. think about the very first game. That first game, I really wanted to get involved in this series. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Ha- I don't have a series bet. I haven't bet a single game in this series. I wanted to get involved with Florida that first night last Sunday. I'm glad I didn't. But what a great game that was, just from a, a spectator perspective to watch and talking about the eye test, get something back here. I mean, three out of those four games have loan over the total and it just looks like this is uh, there's so much talent and so much speed especially when you think about the the lightning think were they going to come in were they going to be a bit sluggish they really hadn't you know they had rested some guys and had some injuries that you saw some players coming back uh, and getting onto the ice but they picked up right where they left off from last playoff run and winning the stanley cup championship last year right it's so hard i mean it's sitting here at a dollar 15 yeah the urgency will be there for the panthers to to uh to stay home you know fight keep the series fighting alive and it's a small dog price with the panthers right now but i look at more as a short number with the Lightning. Lightning have been there and done this before, too, and I think this is their opportunity to close if I was going to play this, and I don't have any kind of investment or position on the series, so if I was playing this, I'm not trying to hedge anything. I'd be looking at, probably looking at the Lightning at a short price here, laying $1.15 to close this series out on the road. I was wondering about the injury situations because Florida uh, took... um exception to getting uh, beaten the way that they got beat uh, in their last game, James, and slashing and some rough housing going on. You wonder about injuries for Tampa Bay right now injuries and then time to rest up if you don't close this out now you're going to have to go back and play another game so I think that's where we think about urgency in these areas not only for the team that's down and wants to continue fighting. This is your your season's on the line. You lose and you go home. But also that team that's looking to move forward, especially if you have some injuries. And they've had some injuries not only right now, but also throughout the the rolling into the playoffs. You want to get some guys healthy and get some time to relax and and heal up a little bit. So maybe there's some urgency too, Pritch from uh, from Tampa to close this thing out so they can have some time to lick their wounds and heal up. Yeah, right now the series pricing the Panthers plus 700. Lightning still 12 to one. Uh, here in the series pricing up 3-1. 
too big of a price yeah. to try to get involved now. And that's there. You can find alternate series prices, okay. and we, you know, we've talked about that a couple times. But this deep into the playoff, or this deep into these series, now when you're talking there, now you're getting into Game Fives. Some of these series are going to be rolling into Game Six here soon. I think it's too late here, unless you're trying to. If you already have a position on something, you're trying to get yourself out of it because you don't like your position, and you're trying to hedge your way out. Uh, in this case here, since I don't have anything and I'm not vested in this series, yeah, yeah too big of a price for me to jump on. Tampa to, to close this out. I hear you. Uh, we have so many eyes on the NBA playoffs. Uh, one, uh, another set of eyes at NBA expert Jonathan Von Tobel. We begin our breakdown. NBA playoffs is coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. I love home runs in Major League Baseball, especially if you are a new BetMGM customer. Turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during a game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using vSIN100. And if you place a $1 money line wager on the Cardinals or White Sox, you'll get $100 if either team hits a home run. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Colorado, Iowa. Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. 
Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. Feel you have a problem. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800-889-9789. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. And we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. James, uh, rounding out uh, and recapping some games over the weekend. Uh, how about the Knicks in Atlanta? So Trey Young uh, goes off. Um, you know, these guys, they have that knack of doing things like that. The Knicks, we know that they are capable of making adjustments. Do you see anything or did you see anything from that matchup as Atlanta gets to win the cover and the under 212 in their matchup against the Knicks? Talking about adjustments, Pritch, the Knicks are going to have to adjust their ball screen defense and how okay. they're going to defend Trey Young. I mean, he, they, they were, they, they went under the screen a number of times. Rose, uh, now I know that Trey Young's a, a difficult matchup. He, his range, he's got, he's starting to step back thirty plus feet like Steph Curry across across half court. And now that's that's his range and and shoots the ball with a lot of confidence. I was really impressed with Trey Young just from his confidence standpoint, rolling into MSG first playoff game here kid came to ball man and he hooped yeah and but I think the Knicks also helped him out they built a lot of confidence for him because early in that game it, I just saw Trey Young getting to the basket getting into the lane not so much all the way to the rim but getting in the had a lot of those teardrops a lot of those floaters that were uncontested and it was really just poor ball screen defense to start with from the New York Knicks and didn't really fight over screens very hard didn't double the basketball either and then when he didn't have the ball in his hand they were helping off of him and so you kick it out to him and he's wide open for a look and you know he can shoot it from 25 plus feet well beyond the arc if he needs to I didn't understand the game plan I, it looked like for the Knicks they uh, in a sense I don't know a lot of talk about coach Thibodeau right and maybe coach of the year and what a spectacular season they did with the Knicks but he was not he was everything but coach of the year yesterday because I didn't see any adjustments in the game and then at the end of the game Pritch, last possession here, go to overtime. He puts the, the, I forget the kid's name, number 11 to come in off the bench. Hadn't played in the entire game, and now you're going to stick him in there and have to go one-on-one -on -one, uh, against Trey Young? Didn't understand that move either, but going to have to be some major adjustments. Number one, my adjustment will be you're going to face guard. It would yeah. be very similar to what Memphis did to Steph Curry in that play-in game, that elimination game last week, where they just, Dar Brooks just Dylan Brooks just guarded him. Everywhere he went, face guarded him. They doubled off any. They doubled the ball every time he went off a ball screen, and they and they switched all the off ball screens. They're going to have to make an adjustment. That would be the first place I'd go. Try not to let Young touch the ball. Limit his touches as much as possible. Don't help off off of him and stay ear to chest and eye gotcha. up and down the floor. Yeah, let's bring in our NBA expert Jonathan Von Tobel. You can follow him on Twitter at me JVT JVT. Uh, great breakdown right there, recapping the game Atlanta. Uh, in New York. How about recapping Utah and Memphis? I mean, Memphis is, I mean, they're playing out of their mind right now. Utah seems like they have problems, but Gobert, I mean, he's got to stay on the court, though. 
Yeah. And look, Pritch, you know, there's I think there's a lot of interesting statistical like anomalies. We talked about it on a numbers game earlier today in a lot of these games. And in that Memphis game, you know, there's one as well, because it's actually a pretty fascinating conversation, right? Because Memphis is a team that loves to operate in the mid range, specifically short mid range, right? Mm -hmm. From four to 14 feet. And they took a lot of those shots against the Utah Jazz. They shot a really high clip of mid range shots against the Utah Jazz. Dylan Brooks, a guy who, of course, had a very good game operate strictly within that area of the floor. And like, to me, I expect two things to kind of regress statistically, right? Don't expect Memphis to shoot that much and that well, shouldn't say that much, that well in the mid range area. You also don't expect the Jazz to have the shooting night that they did. And so I think when both of those kind of regress to the mean, when you get Donovan Mitchell back on the floor, the Jazz overall are going to be perfectly fine. You just ran into a hot night on the hot guy, and you were down one dude. And I also think, guys, you know, the whole Donovan Mitchell thing has been out there now with the story. I think the Jazz tried to get cute. I think they felt nice and confident against a matchup with the Memphis Grizzlies, and they got popped in the mouth a little bit, thinking they could actually extend his absence by one more game and get that ankle like 100%. You can't get away with that in the postseason. I think they learned their lesson. We'll see Donovan Mitchell back on the floor and the Jazz will even this series up. JVT, let's jump to tonight. A couple games on the board. Let's start with the Bucks and the Heat. Now, that game was a, that was probably one of the best games of the all eight games over the weekend when it came to just these teams know each other. And, yeah, there's been a few personnel moves. But for the most part, these teams know each other very well. And I think both tried to play to their strengths. Miami shooting the basketball. Half their shots came from three. And we know that's the way Milwaukee wants to play defense. They want to funnel everything away from the paint. Uh, do you expect – what do you expect here? I see this total. Total continuing to tick up. It was 222 out here in Colorado earlier. Now it's all the way up to 224 and a half and juice to the over there as well. How do you see this game playing out? And what do you think about that total move? So, uh, James, I, I think when it comes to the total, it's pretty interesting, but I kind of get it, right? Because there's a couple of things. One, you know, while this is a very low-scoring game, we have to realize it was a very fast game, right? We're talking about 110 total possessions between these teams, so we're, you know, for each. So we're talking about a game that got kind of up and down the floor a little bit. And then you look at, from an offensive standpoint, one of the things we can kind of expect to correct itself here, Memphis, or excuse me, Milwaukee, the sixth-best shooting team in the league is not going to shoot 16% from deep again. So you expect that to kind of come back to the mean. Meanwhile, while they were their rim offense I think is going to be perfectly fine right against the Miami team that down the stretch was actually one of the worst rim defenses in the NBA you go you go 22 or 29 you draw six shooting fouls that's going to I think continue to be something Milwaukee can rely on so if we're talking about some statistical regression in Milwaukee's favor you can probably expect a little bit more scoring efficiency so I do think I would agree with overall with the sentiment that this game might be a little bit higher scoring if we get that regression that we're talking about from Milwaukee and as far as the side goes you know given all that guys like, I have to think that Milwaukee, from a standpoint of feeling confident, right? You shoot as poorly as you do from beyond the arc. You lose the advantage 15 to 20, or you might 15 shots in terms of beyond the arc, and you still win that game in overtime. If that shooting regresses, they can maintain their ferocity down low. This is a matchup that I think works in Milwaukee's favor. So I live a little bit with uh, Miami, or excuse me, Memphis. Dude, I can't talk with you guys. I'm too excited. <laughs> Milwaukee minus the four and a half. I think this is a better spot there for the, the Bucks tonight. You know, JVT, I was looking for Miami to kind of rough up uh, Giannis a little bit too because uh, if they do have a regression shooting from beyond the arc, Milwaukee does. Um, uh, Giannis at the uh, free throw line. Uh, not too good oh, in boy. game one. 
It was a nightmare, Pritch. Yeah. Not only does he go six of thirteen, what was the last time you saw a ten second violation on the free throw? <laughs> like that was really weird. So no, you're right. Like he's got to get better in that regard, and it's a big reason why this game was in overtime, right? So many missed free throws down the stretch. It gives you Miami Heat an opportunity to go one on one with Jimmy Butler, hit a game tying shot, and send it to the extra period. So I would agree with you. Like that's got to improve dramatically if you're the Milwaukee Bucks overall. And the, the free throw shooting's been kind of weird in these first game ones that we've seen so far. So you'd expect that to kind of get a little bit better. But you're absolutely right. The free throw shooting was a big missed opportunity for the Milwaukee Bucks. You'd expect that to get better here today. JVT, let's bounce to the late game tonight. Hometown team here for me, the Denver Nuggets, playing Portland, losing their first game on Saturday. I'm just wondering here, Michael, Coach Michael Malone, what adjustments can he make? I just think about the backcourt. I mean, you're starting Faku, Campazo, and Austin Rivers. Rivers wasn't even in the league a month ago, got let go from New York when Rose came over. I mean, I just, uh, you see that's clearly a mismatch in the backcourt. Front court was interesting adjustment that that Portland did to allow Joker to work work offensively what he wanted to do to shoot the basketball. I just don't know what Michael Malone, head coach for the Nuggets, can do with his backcourt right now. So I don't know if you can do much, right, James? But I think there's a couple of things you can count on. You mentioned Jokic in the front court. That edge is still there. And, you know, given everything that happened in that game, the Nuggets still put up an offensive rating of 119.8. They still led by nine points at one point in the third quarter and looked like they were going to put some distance between themselves and the Portland Trailblazers. But they continue this weird trend. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the home shooting, the home teams, for some reason, in these game ones have been abhorrent. All the home teams combined, guys, 27% from beyond the arc. No home team in game one shot better than 33% from deep and the Nuggets were one of those teams right 11 to 35 and non-garbage time minutes from beyond the perimeter you'd expect that to kind of regress again a little bit there James and do you expect the Portland Trailblazers to shoot nearly 50% on their three-point attempts again because I would say no like as dynamic as that that matchup is right how much of an advantage Portland has I would think that that regression is going to come in terms of their hot shooting and again, you know, we talk about this. It's simple, but it, it makes sense, right? It is easier to get buckets within four feet of the hoop than it is, you know, all the way from beyond the arc. And so when the cold shooting happens at a team like Portland, who doesn't attack the rim whatsoever, can't get offense from beyond the perimeter, the team that can generate the easier baskets in Denver, I think has the advantage. It's why I have Denver plus 112 on the series price. You know, game one, they lose, but I still feel confident the matchups can play themselves out. And then they can make this not only a seven game series, but a series they can win. Tonight's very important, but I think this seems like a pretty good bounce back spot for Denver you just got to tweak the shooting and make sure you get some open looks and hit the ones that are open and I think this is a completely different game because in that third quarter they did look really strong in Denver studio Portland had no answers for Denver on the interior and yeah, Nuggets minus one and a half uh, 227 total in that one how about uh, your thoughts uh, on the Lakers uh, because there's a lot of people interested in what's going on JVT Lakers and the Suns how do you see this uh, playing out yeah, and, you know, Pritch, I mentioned this the other day when I was on uh, Lombardi line. You know, anecdotally, LeBron James and 0-1 series deficits go hand-in-hand, hand, right? Like, we see these all the time. We saw it last year. In two of the series that they played, they lost the first game to Houston, they lost the first game to Portland, ended up winning those series four straight games, you know, 5-0, or excuse me, 5-1. So you, you kind of expect this from LeBron to a certain extent. And the offense wasn't really good at all, right? You know, the Lakers have some issues to work out with their offense. We know that, though. We saw that. Remember that first game against Portland last year? They average, I think their offensive rating, if I remember, correctly was in the 70s everybody was freaking out it was over with i think the lakers big picture will be fine we have to monitor the chris paul injury market as usual hedging toward the fact that paul won't play but series wise i think they're going to be fine but i wouldn't yeah. be laying to it I expect chris paul to play all right that was awesome breakdown right there our senior nba expert jonathan von tobel thanks again for your time jbt appreciate it guys thank you absolutely have a great day
Uh, that'll do it for hour number one. Hour number two begins with uh, Major League Baseball preview. Uh, there's a game in progress uh, that people are interested in right now. A little emotional, too, be- with it because of the scoring. Uh, we'll see what happens in that game as well as the rest of the games in Major League Baseball, NBA playoffs uh, with player props as well. Hour number two coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.